As a pastor, I'm constantly concerned about how to create connections beyond just the weekend services. And one of the valuable tools that we have found for achieving this at our church is our app powered by Subsplash. It's one thing to have an app. It's another thing to have an app that has the ability to allow your community to access messages, resources, and even give. And Subsplash created that for us. It's become our go-to platform for connecting with our congregation in ways we never could have before. Subsplash is so much more than just a platform or even just an app. It brings people together, empowers giving, and transforms lives. If you're interested in learning more, I encourage you to visit their website at subsplash.com. That's S-U-B-S-P-L-A-S-H.com. Subsplash.com. Following Jesus isn't always easy, but it's not complicated. Join us each week as we work to make faith simple. This is Simple Faith. Hey, welcome to Simple Faith. Uh, I recognize that the holiday season can be the most crazy time of year for all of us, Um, especially those of us that work in church and ministry. Uh, We feel like we're meeting the needs of everybody but ourselves, and then Thanksgiving rolls around. tends to be our favorite holiday because we typically don't have a Thanksgiving service, and then it just turns into more chaos. It turns into who's bringing the stuffing, who's bringing the gravy, uh, did, did we cook the turkey too long or not enough? Who's all coming? Who didn't we invite? Who should we have invited? Who shouldn't we have invited? And Thanksgiving is pretty crazy. And I know what typically happens at every Thanksgiving meal. We sit down in kind of a frenzied pace, and we're exhausted. We collapse around the table, and then somebody decides, you know what, we should probably do something. We should probably make a list of what we're thankful for. We should probably... Uh, at least go around the table and say something or someone we're thankful for. Or maybe in just kind of a um, a periodic way or um, even a non-specific way, you might be thinking, uh, well, how do I express my gratitude to somebody else? It, It seems so forced or uncommon or just really about the day. Well, I recently came across something that I thought would be very, very helpful for all of us, and it was called the four A's of thanksgiving. And they're basically these four words, appreciation, approval, admiration, and attention. Now, think about this when it comes to Thanksgiving Day. You could roll through these pretty easily. If you're going over to mom's house or grandma's or even maybe your son or daughter's house for dinner, you could simply roll through these by saying, I appreciate this meal, or this is so good would be approval Or admiration would be, you decorate so well. Or attention would be, uh, how are you? And then listen and follow up with a couple of questions. Most of us, when we are asking questions, are just waiting to speak. But taking a moment to actually listen and process what they're saying, ask a few questions, will go so, so far. So that's kind of the surface level thing of what you can do to make Thanksgiving a bit more simple. Obviously, prepare meals ahead of time. Obviously, buy frozen things and thaw them out. You know, the typical stuff. But when you get to the house, when people arrive, use the four A's. Appreciation, approval, admiration, and attention. Now, why do we need to talk about this? Because here's the bigger issue. Did you know God is the same way? You ever wonder why we crave thankfulness from people? 
It's because we're made in the image of our Creator. In fact, Scripture tells us that God is actually more noticeable to us when we notice what He has done. It says this in Romans chapter 1, They knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or even give Him thanks. And then they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. So, that's the negative side of things. Let's roll that back and find the positive. Well, if our minds have become dark and confused, and boy, I'd say that's true, right? With the last year of social media and news events and personal tragedies and issues and questions and fears, our minds get pretty dark and confused. And we scroll that back a little bit. It's probably because we've thought up a foolish idea of what God was like. We've assumed him to be our own personal genie. We've assumed him to be at our beck and call. We've assumed him to be uninterested in our lives. We've assumed him to be more interested in other people than us. And scroll that back in the verse, and we discover it's all because we did not give God thanks. So here's what this means. When we stop to give God thanks, then we have a clearer picture of who God is, and then our minds are not dark and confused, but full of light and clarity. Think about that for a second. He says here, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. So thanks leads to worship. Worship leads to clarity of who God is. Clarity of who God is leads to clarity of our minds and the direction of our lives. It's pretty powerful stuff that a simple thing like saying thank you to God can actually bring clarity to your mind. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day who's recently decided to take God very seriously started reading his Bible every day, started praying every day, uses his downtime in his truck to talk to God, uses his downtime when he's working uh, outside to talk to God. And as a result, his constant conversation with God, which many times is just saying thank you, has led to clarity in his life. In fact, he said it's a lot like a dimmer switch that's being turned up. Every day, the world gets a little brighter, a little clearer, It makes a little bit more sense. And that's all because of this passage in Romans chapter 1. When we say thank you, it leads to worship. Worship leads to clarity of who God is. Clarity of who God is leads to clarity as to who we are and what it is we're supposed to do next. Hey, let me interrupt for just a second. If you're a church leader and your church does not have an app or your app seems to be a little bit limited, check out subsplash.com as a great resource to really give your app all the horsepower that it needs. You can connect people, you can help them get access to messages, and you can help them set up recurring giving, which is a game changer when it comes to resourcing your ministry, subsplash.com. Okay, back to our episode. So let's use those four A's on God, if we could. Appreciation. Maybe you simply stop and say, I am grateful for all you've done for me, and list some of those. What about approval? God, you have done great things. We see that all throughout the Psalms. The psalmist saying, look at the great things God has done. Here's a third one, admiration. 
There is none like you. Don't so many of our worship songs say that? There is none like you, God. And finally, attention. You've got my attention, God. I notice you. Maybe that's on a drive to work. Instead of noticing the traffic, you notice the beautiful setting around you, the people around you, pray for them. Maybe that's at home, turning off the television and noticing the people in your life, uh, what God has given you instead of making a list of what you don't have. Maybe it's simply taking a little bit of time to notice what God has done in your heart and soul, how he has saved you from the shame and the guilt of your sin, how he's purified you from all unrighteousness, All these things can lead to thanks to God, which leads to worship of God, which leads to clarity of God, which leads to clarity of your own life. So here's what I want to do. As my Thanksgiving gift to you, and I am thankful for you listening to this podcast, sharing it with others, I want to simply read through a passage of the Psalms, Psalm 118, and I want to just invite you to echo with me, his faithful love endures forever which would have been the refrain that people would have said as they made their way to temple or synagogue or journeyed uh, between their towns. Here's what it says. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let's say that together. His faithful love endures forever. Let Aaron's descendants, the priests, repeat, his faithful love endures forever. Let all who fear the Lord repeat, His faithful love endures forever. In my distress, I prayed to the Lord, and the Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look in triumph at all those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Though hostile nations surround me, I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. Yes, they surrounded and attacked me, but I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. They swarmed around me like bees. They blazed against me like a crackling fire, but I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. My enemies did their best to kill me, but the Lord rescued me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. Songs of joy and victory are sung in the camp of the godly. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. The strong right arm of the Lord is raised in triumph. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. The Lord has punished me severely, but he did not let me die. Open for me the gates where the righteous enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. These gates lead to the presence of the Lord, and the godly enter there. I thank you for answering my prayer and giving me victory. The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Please, Lord, please save us. Please, Lord, please give us success. Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God shining upon us. Take the sacrifice and bind it with cords on the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Can I just bring this refrain? This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. This is the day the Lord has made. 
we will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray this year's Thanksgiving is the best one yet. And whether or not the turkey gets burnt or whether or not the right people show up or whether or not the wrong people show up, you know what? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God, I pray for all those listening right now that you will bless their holiday season. That you will make them thankful for all that you have done. You will open our hearts for your coming as we prepare for Advent and for Christmas. And we love you and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. Share this podcast if it blessed you. And next week, we'll be back with brand new content. I get to have another conversation with one of my favorite professors I ever had in Bible college, a guy by the name of Dr. J.K. Jones. He's going to help make the soul simple for us. So we'll see you next week. And as always, keep it simple. Mm -hmm.